So yeah, after we did the show last week, um, oh. and I was editing it the next day, I started to feel bad. I had this little tickle in the back of my throat. Uh-oh. I got, I started getting like aches and pains all over. I started feeling hot, and I'm just exhausted. By the late afternoon, I'm like, I just, something's wrong. So went check my temperature, 101. Mm. I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. So because uh, it felt it felt exactly like the day after I got the second shot. Like it was the same symptoms at the same level of everything. We had gone out to dinner on Sunday before the students got back. Mm-hmm. So called the doctor, got a test scheduled, went in the next day, did the test, found out on Friday the results came back. Yeah, negative. Really? I'm like, okay, well then what the hell was it? Yeah. Throughout the whole time, uh, Karen had like this mild headache. I had a headache off and on too, I guess. Which, um, it, which is basically what I had after the second shot is a mild headache for a couple of days and just felt, you know, tired. I'm like, really? But I tested negative too, so I don't know what the hell. I could buy it was psychosomatic except for the fever. That doesn't make any sense. So wait, so you still don't know what it was? No, no, no idea. Oh. My guess is it was COVID because it was so similar symptoms mm-hmm. it, that we got exposed to it, that our immune system kicked in and we had all the the symptoms of, you know, of that. And, but that was it. And we tested negative because we weren't actually, you know, shedding virus because we had the vaccine and it did its job. That's my guess. Hmm. But who knows? But the only way to know that for sure would be to, to like get an antibody test and the government doesn't pay for that. You gotta you have to buy it yourself. So, mm. and it's a particular antibody test too, because just a generic one will say, "Yep, you've been vaccinated." And like, we know that. <laughs> That's not helpful. And welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, aka the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly while we record on Discord. Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at Profane Arg. Uh, we did get a couple more patrons this week, so Ooh. I wanted to uh, to send a shout out to them. Say, yep, thank you. We we do appreciate it. Uh, nice. It definitely helps offset the, the the server costs and hosting and everything like that. Maybe a paycheck for one of us. You know? <laughs> I don't think I don't think we've got quite that much yet, but uh, damn it. <laughs> Tree fitting. Uh, this week we'll be talking about I don't know, I didn't have a good label except ignorance and stupidity. It's just it seems rampant. Uh uh wait, wait, I'm sorry, before we yes. take the show, I need to take some of my horse dewormer and then we can go. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm ready. I nice. think I don't think I put that in there because we mentioned it last time. The Invermectin was just couldn't be. The horses are dying because it can't be stocked quickly enough. I, it's yeah. Also, people are taking horse dewormer. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, 
story came out on Washington Post talking about Facebook and the, uh, the, the different rankings of the things that were liked on Facebook that were spread the most. And the very top one was a COVID-19 vaccine anti or misinformation. That, that was the most shared thing on Facebook. And of course it was. I just, I don't know. I, for the longest time, I'm like, well, Facebook isn't the source of misinformation. But maybe I was wrong. Maybe it completely is. Well, I mean, the question is, what is what responsibility do they bear for policing the nonsense that people put out there? I don't have an answer to that. Yeah, probably none. Well, yeah. also, like, once, I mean, like, it must be hard to micromanage mm. every piece of information. And at what point do you cut something off? And once you do cut it off, isn't the damage already done anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. But, I mean, still take it down, but, you know. Well, I mean, anytime you mention anything about um, vaccines or anything, they do put a warning on there to a site that has, you know, facts. So, I, yeah. There's, there's no good answer to letting people you know, talk freely. <laughs> I mean, I do see plenty of posts, though, that people post where Facebook overlays it and like, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know? That's, yeah. But either way, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg still is going to destroy this planet. I mean, I'm yeah. holding fast to that. <laughs> well, I mean, social media in general is, yeah. Him specifically, yes. Yeah, as far as the laws go, they're not held to anything. They can do no. whatever they want. Well, no, that's that's true, and it is a private company, and, you know, it's it's just... It, it makes me sad. I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. I mean, the, a lot of the people who are big, bigger on Facebook seem to be more of that crowd, um, at least from my experience. Or maybe it's just because that's the only place I talk to any of my relatives and it's <laughs> just <laughs> I'm just swamped with it on there. Well, I mean, if you get your news from news sites, you, you tend to get different information than if you get your news from Facebook. I mean, they're, they get their news from Facebook and they spread the lies in Facebook. So, yeah, we don't use it because it's filled with nonsense. They use it because but, it, it feeds the feedback loop. But these right. people who get their news from Facebook, prior mm. to Facebook, were they just in the dark on everything? Probably, yeah. Not paying attention. Not informed. Yeah, so. uh, Grinch makes does make a good point that it's it's hard to blame Zuckerberg more than you know Murdoch and the mm. whole. Oh, I'm not saying that Murdoch is is clean of this. I'm just saying like you specifically. I don't. I mean, like Fox News has done a lot of damage, but Facebook has done mm. has just made that damage go worldwide. Well, I, with Fox News though, they they took a news with something that looks like news and turned it into opinion, which I think is a, a different kind of evil. I mean, Facebook is just is just opinion piled on opinion. Fox News well, was supposed to be news. It's in the name, <laughs> and yet it's also, not. Also, Fox News spins. Yeah. Shit. Facebook, anybody could just put out any kind of bullshit. And, I mean, like, Fox News cannot just come out and say vaccines kill you. They're held right. to some type of law because they are a media company. That's where Facebook gets into the problem is that they won't admit that they're a media company, that they're social media, which is different. Right. Well, which they, is true. <laughs> which is well, kind of true. Well, they don't publish anything. They it's just it's all self published yeah. stuff. Yeah, they're just the the platform. I mean, the, the answer is we need to educate people better. <laughs> That's the real answer. <laughs> Actually, this is Tom's fault. <laughs> right from MySpace. I yeah. hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He started it. He start well. Whoever started Fred. Whoever started this whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tom. Yeah. Sounds right. All right. Next thing I have uh, again follow up. Um, Texas House. The Democrats had fled in order to prevent quorum 
from being reached so that they they couldn't vote on these voter suppression bills. Well, it turns out uh, some of the some of the Democrats made it back enough for them to get quorum. So they did, however, meet quorum um, when three Democrats from the Houston area made it back in uh, just as uh, as the Republican leader gaveled in. And um, I'm assuming he was waiting for them and then gaveled in and they had quorum and they passed uh, they passed the some of the voter suppression stuff. So. The reason the Democrats said that they returned was because there's a lot of other stuff going on that actually needs to be addressed. The COVID crisis and everything else going on, they're like, look, we, we have to come back and see if we can get some stuff done. Mm. Unfortunately, that does give the uh, Republican House their freedom to pretty much plow ahead with their horrendous plans. I did see something about not all the Republicans were actually there, though. They had their friends say that they were present when they weren't actually present. So it wasn't actually lawful, but, you know, Republicans cheat. That's, that's something new. Yeah, let's just see that hold up. Yeah. I mean, I, but I get the point of the Democrats, though. I mean, the, it, there was no winning this. It was just a stall tactic and uh, to get a little bit of publicity for the cause. Right. And apparently that publicity wasn't enough to sway any of the uh, GOPs. So. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it? I don't know. Maybe they're, you know, the the people they're representing would call in and email them, and but that's just a pipe dream. Yeah, what? Republicans with a conscience or any kind yeah. of morals. So <laughs> Republicans responding to their constituents—that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's interesting though. So you saw the 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 census results came out, and how you know um, white people in America are actually um, have decreased in number from the last census. And they gave a percentage in per state of the number, the percentage of white people in each state. You know, like Maine is like, you know, 90% white. Texas is like 30% white. I was really surprised by that number. So it shouldn't be Republican, honestly. Well, when, when you jury rig the system, it's easy. But 30%? That's a lot of jury rigging. Well, that and when you create a narrative where there are two types of people, there are the good law-abiding desirable people and there are the you know unwanted illegal criminal mm. ne'er-do-wells and uh you know then you know even if you're not white you want to be identified with that first group sure so you you vote for whoever is saying that if you vote for me you'll be part of that group and they don't want to be yeah all the all the all the immigrants they don't want to be lumped in with group a so they're throw their support behind group a mm. and they say yeah we voted Republican. We're one of the good guys now, right? And there's a, the religious aspect of it too. With um, you know, there are yeah. a lot of one one issue voters, and the Hispanic population in particular is is fairly Catholic, so they're going to be anti-abortion. Very much, yes. Yeah. And the machismo. Don't forget mm. the machismo. <laughs> sure. Now this this is obviously generalizing, but yeah, interesting. All right, I'm going to move on. To, I moved the religious nonsense up to the beginning of the show because I thought this this story was so ridiculous. I just I wanted to get it in. Um, there's a Zambian priest named James Sakala. He encouraged his flock to bury him alive because he was going to rise in three days, just like Jesus, calling upon Jesus's name in faith uh, in order to do so. Guess how that went. Is he dead? He's, yeah, he's dead now. Oh, yeah. He's he's way dead. He had a yeah. horrific death. They buried him. He dug a hole, 
climbed into it and encouraged his flock to uh, throw dirt on him. Not even a coffin. They they then dug him up, and yeah, he had a horrific death. There was blood and mucus on his clothes, and um, yeah. The police are investigating his <laughs> followers, but I mean, really... Are they re- are, are they going to find anybody to blame? This guy encouraged right. everyone to to bury him alive. Um, we've talked I'm about true, curious. Go ahead. We talked about the true believers before, and you know right. some are true believers and some are not. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, this I was, was, was going to say. A true <laughs> yeah, this guy was into with the bullshit. He believed it. Yeah, but does he lose any followers after this? Does anybody <laughs> dig up this dead body and go, "Holy shit"? Has my whole life been full of lies, or do they <laughs> go stronger? I think probably somewhere in the middle. They say, oh, he must have sinned. God did not protect him. Oh, okay. <laughs> but holy crap. I don't yeah. know. There's got to be There's got to be some, right? I mean, mm. you got to look at that and go and question a little bit, right? Like, that's... <laughs> well, that settles that. See y'all. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty clear. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Religion is not a thinking um, endeavor, so. No. No, it is not. (laughs) I mean, and how did this... So, wait a minute. I'm so confused (laughs) with this. Yeah. They buried him, Mm. right? And then came back three days later? Nobody checked on him. No. And they just left him there. Yeah. And then they wanted. Then they dug him up. He's dead. And I can only imagine what a mess that was to see. Mm. Right. And nobody's like, oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? It just seems so odd. I wonder if they, it was like a big party and they all were like put on their best clothes and shit to dig them back up and were just just horrified. This will, yeah, this will be the miracle that you know changes the world. Yada yada. Oh dear. Is there any video of this? No, it's only a couple oh. pictures. Damn. Yeah. So it does say that they were initially reluctant about obeying and uh, t- and you know helping him out in this endeavor. Reasonable. But uh, eventually, he he kept he kept you know kept it up, and they they gave in, and uh, yeah. So now I'm kind of I'm kind of torn. Like, should somebody be arrested for this? I, no. I don't know. <laughs> like, no, nope, I feel like natural consequences were applied. Right. Mm. I mean, you got to go by intent, and their intent was not to kill him. This is true. Their intent, right? Yeah, he asked for it. But again, I'm so confused. Like, so he they, they it looks like they built a coffin shaped hole. Yes. But he just yeah. laid in it with no coffin. Right. Yeah, according to the story, yeah. I feel at some point while they were burying him, he should have been able to go, this is not working out for me. I can't fucking <laughs> breathe. And still had a chance to get out. Right? Well, like, he must second- have died within fucking minutes of them burying him. I mean, there's, the second picture shows him with ropes around him. Why? I said, I think, it, I think that's what it shows. I'm not really sure because it said that he had white garments on, and that's clearly not a person with white garments on, so... Well, white garments and then a vest on top, maybe, but yeah, it, it, it's weird. He he still could have sat up. I mean, <laughs> how much dirt on your face before you can't breathe? Right. It doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. Hmm. Unless they really went quick and all had a shovel with dirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kept going. Well, part of it was is that it, I think maybe he was supposed to die, but he was supposed to resurrect after three days because that's what happened to Jesus. Oh. Mm. Yeah, do you're this, right. Do this in memory of me. Yeah. Forgot about that part. Yeah. he. There was the dying part. Yeah. That's for the, the whole, uh, you know, the communion. That's what it's called. 
Jesus, man. Police arrested one of the men who buried the pastor alive while the other two suspects are still at large. Uh, he left behind a pregnant wife and, and was later laid yeah. to rest at his homestead. Are we That's giving him another three days? <laughs> <laughs> Don't dig him up again. It's, it's not going to get better. <laughs> no, I meant when they officially laid him to rest, we giving him another three. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus made it out all by himself, so. Ian enjoyed the joke. (laughs) (laughs) There's another article that's on the religionandpolitics.org that I thought was very interesting. It's about zero-sum beliefs. Um, And specifically, in this case, it's about the Christian belief that any progress on the LGBTQ end of things is against them. That any time that movement makes progress that it hurts christians and the whole idea between of zero sum belief is that there's a zero sum in all good things and that if somebody else gets something that makes them better that makes their life easier or whatever it hurts it that means it has to have come from somewhere so it has to hurt me in some way Oh, it's tipped the scales, so now you're no longer yeah. at 100%? So there's a finite amount of joy and equity in the world. Right, so if, right. if these and guys if someone's are feeling... life improves, it's because someone else's life got worse? Wow. Yes. Huh. That's a weird concept to think about. It is. Well, yeah. It, it, it seems like it, but if you look back at, um, like, Facebook posts you may have seen, or just a lot of people saying things about LGBTQ in general, you you can see it. That's that's kind of what has been preached and what has been driven home. Maybe not in those many words, but the idea that, well, if these people are, are getting ahead in life, then clearly our religion is suffering because of it. Huh. You know, it kind of makes sense because... Th- and here, tell me if I'm wrong with this sort of analogy. It's been announced recently that OnlyFans is no longer going to do sexual content as of October 1st. <laughs> right. I mean, August. Or, uh, yeah, October 1st. Did you October hear this? October is correct. So yeah, everyone's like, well, that's crazy. That's what you made your, your bones on there. But I keep seeing posts of people saying, well, I guess all these girls have to go get regular jobs as waitresses now. Or <laughs> like maybe now there'll be more people in the workforce. What? So, like, so under this impression that these girls were all living off of OnlyFans created some kind of vacuum or something. Am I wrong in thinking this? Oh, you think that's why we can't get um, higher uh, waitresses is because they're on OnlyFans <laughs> instead? <laughs> just, just the fact that the, that there are certain people out there who seem to have an issue with women making money through sex. We call them incels. Um, <laughs> that they're taking joy in the fact that a lot of these sex workers are going to be out of work. And that now they have to go live like normal people, but somehow also too created a vacuum that th- there's a lot of un- uh, jobs with no workers because women were having a, the easy life of posting pictures of themselves naked on the internet. Hmm. I guess the reveling in the joy of people losing their job. Right. Well, I, I think like, that is definitely that definitely stems from a, a zero sum belief. Yeah. The, the idea that well they were doing fine doing something that I don't approve of, mm. so now that they're not doing fine, that makes it better for me. So, oh sure. Well, also up to that the, point, the pure, I've never heard the, the puritanical sorry. values too of, of, of lots of religion. Well, that's a different thing, but also part uh, of it. 
Yeah, but, and again, I never heard anybody saying, God, you know, if OnlyFans would go away, we could fill all these vacant jobs. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I never heard anybody bitch about that. But once it got shut down, I see people celebrating it. You know, like, yeah, huh. no, you're, it, I don't think they actually, I don't think, again, that's an actual thing that they think. I think it's just an opportunity to belittle sex workers. And th- now they have, you know, another layer to hide it under. Mm. Oh, well, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that they're bad people for what they're doing. I'm just saying this will be better for the economy. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not saying that at all. You're just trying to shit on sex workers because. You're a bad person. And it makes you feel morally superior. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a little little buzz. All right. So it's not exactly the same. No. It, there's- Maybe not exactly. But so another thing that I, I encountered this week uh, was a post actually on Facebook uh, that said, when will the people who have been working and paying for the so-called unemployed be compensated? I, I dropped a friend over that one today. Yeah. Yesterday. I really? wonder if it's the same oh, yeah. place I saw it. Oh, uh, no, it's a friend from high, well, fr- person. Oh, no. Yeah, it was. It was an ex weather person. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh, you're not a friend anymore. Bye-bye. <laughs> but, I mean, there's several things with that. The so-called unemployed. What, what do you mean yeah. the so-called? Like, yeah. a lot of people are unemployed. I don't know where you're going with that. But, but yeah, that is another one. It's a total zero-sum belief that if this person's getting unemployment for doing nothing, it's hurting me. Right. You don't know what their circumstances are. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so by yeah. this same, by this person's rationale, I should be compensated for money that I put in for certain roads to get fixed that I don't particularly drive on. Mm. I've yeah. never driven on that road. When am I getting my money back for the people that did drive on it? What about your real estate taxes that go for schools? I mean, you don't have kids. What the hell? Yeah. When are those kids going to pay me back? Exactly. What a dumb – this is more than one person on this route thinking they oh, yeah. should get paid back for unemployment. Yeah. Well, it got several likes. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But yeah, zero sum game. Exactly. That is what it is, though. What and is the perfect world that these that these people want? What is the world that they want to live in? Christian Taliban. What is it? What does it look like? I'm so curious. <laughs> Everybody is homogenous. Goes to the same church. Believes the same thing. All the same color. All agree that you know abortion is bad and don't have sex and until no- you're married. And nobody ever needs help for anything. Or, but if they do need help, you just step over them. Well, if they need help, the people who can give help will will give it to them. And not that it's as as I've heard Penn and Teller, well, Penn, as I heard him say, uh, money taken by gunpoint in order to you know build a library or or whatever. The idea that you're forced to pay taxes and you don't get a, a say into where those taxes. Are being spent, and you know, it, obviously, it's being given to these low lives who don't deserve it. Right, which isn't true in any case. You do get a say. That that's why you should go vote. Mm. That's well, it's the whole libertarian idea. But the the community of the people that, that where people live should be the ones that take care of them. Is what it boils down to. So you know, your church. If you become unemployed and you, you can't feed your kids, your church and your community help support them, and you do it as a as a local cooperative. For how long, though? At well, what point do these people go, why do I keep donating to this church where they're feeding these hungry fucking lowlifes? Right. Well, I mean, supposedly, it's only going to be short term because everybody's good in this scenario. And everybody, you know, mm-hmm. will, will go get a job <laughs> as soon as they can. We, I encountered that growing up. Our church would uh, would help out some families that were in need of it. And then at some point, the church would back away. The church would be like, well, you know, 
she's stopped attending church or she's not not doing what we approve of and they just back away and they stop helping they just cut all ties and i always thought that was a shitty thing to do but yeah well there are also i mean there are shitty people out there that will you know just take and take and take so I sure. mean, th- it, this is it's not 100% either way well yes there's always going to be people who gain the system right right you know but despite the narrative they are not the majority correct yeah right. and a zero sum belief is just it's a fallacy Everybody can do okay, and it won't hurt everybody in order for that to happen. Well, you don't have to see people suffering in order for you to be better in life. It's just not the case. I, I think outside of white supremacy, you are correct. White supremacists actually want other people to not be happy. They want to be in charge. They want to have all the power and all the money, and they want to other people to be subservient. So, but is it is it a weird psychological thing that these people maybe they never actually experience happiness or joy? So the only way they can feel a little bit better is to see misery in other people. Sure. Well, that's I mean, likely. if you think about it, that's a that, that comes down to a core Christian belief. When you die, or after the rapture, and everybody is you know goes to the afterlife, one of the things that you can do while you're in heaven is look at all the people suffering in hell. And supposedly, I mean, I've heard people say that that's that's like a benefit. Oh, that's horrible. Right. Just the concept of that being there, the, the, the concept of hell existing while you're in paradise is the most narcissistic, just gross, disgusting concept I can think of. Yeah. I, I don't wish that, I mean, maybe on a few of my worst enemies, but that's that's about <laughs> it. Like... <laughs> Um, and the idea that, you know, there are people all over the world who just didn't believe in the right God and they're going to be suffering for all eternity and you can watch them anytime you like. I mean, Christianity is just <laughs> sick. Yeah. How do they square that? I, I don't know. You ask that question to any Christian, you get a really uncomfortable squirm afterwards. Mm. I've never got an answer that I thought, oh, well, that makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, if we don't have anything else on that, I think we kind of covered it. I'm going to move on to some po- politics. Okay. Uh, first thing I got, we had, who did we talk about last time? Uh, Rand Paul not disclosing stuff. Uh, this time, Lauren Boebert, <laughs> she did not disclose that. Uh, so she had, she, what she had disclosed is that her income all went back to Shooter's Grill, that gun-toting restaurant. And um, as it turns out, her spouse... Does contract work for, uh, what is it for? Energy company? Yeah, some energy company, yeah. Yeah. Yes, energy contracting. And he made $478,000 last year working in his consulting firm. $460,000 the year before. Did not disclose that before she was uh, voting on uh, some energy bills. Surprise! Not at all. You know, Lauren Boebert, working stiff, like just like you, $400,000 a year. Yeah. Hmm. So this is against the law. Yeah. But do you think anything will happen to Lauren Boebert? No. No. I mean, there might be some sort of internal investigation that will go nowhere. At the very, at the most, she will get some sort of talking to by a higher level GOP who, who will basically say, Fill out the fucking paperwork so that you don't make the news next time. Yeah. She was also um, stealing from her um, election campaign to pay for 
something. I don't remember what it was. Like tens of thousands of dollars mileage compensation. It was like paying taxes taxes. for the the restaurant or something like that. Right. So this is not the first time, but will it make a difference? Are you guys starting to see why I wanted Cuomo not to leave? Mm, Right. And just just have one? Sure. Because they get we get one every week with them with no consequences. (laughs) Yeah. God damn it, Andrew! Run for president. I'll vote for you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't. Give, I want the biggest, scummiest, fucking liberal in office. <laughs> Cheat and steal and harass women your way to the top because that's how you do it in America, mm. right? Evidently. Uh, no, I'm not going to say right on that. <laughs> it seems to be gotcha. the way it's done. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not saying. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That is how you get it done to get ahead in, in this. I mean, can you name me one person who's rich or powerful? That is not an awful person. Hmm. Keanu um, Reeves doesn't count. He's <laughs> not really super rich. His actors are not super rich. Some of them are. I'm talking mega, I'm going to fucking space on a joyride rich. Well, who's uh, uh, the one, um, George Soros? He's super mega rich. I'm sure there's some shit on him. Actually, I swear I did hear I heard something about George Soros well, writing can- off somebody in his family. I don't know. Good luck finding anything that's not a right-wing conspiracy theory when you search for that name. Yeah, but no, I mean, mm. this is, I think this was, I watched a documentary or something, or a small part about his granddaughter or something, that she wouldn't play ball with him on something and he cut her off. Like, not the worst stuff in the world, but yeah, I'd like to know how he made his money or, you know, mm. did he have a rich relative too? That kind of shit. I'm just saying, man, it seems to be impossible to be an honest, good, moral person, not cheat your way and get to the top in this oh. country. Yeah, well, you're not getting I mean, to the when top. When you're talking about the super rich, I mean, where are you getting that money from? Generally, it's coming from the masses in some way. Right. Yeah. You know, do I can I exploit workers? What can I do? You know, can I make them pee in bottles? Can I, you know, <laughs> can I lie? Can I, you know, pay people to invent shit? I don't know. What were we talking about? I don't know. But while we're on the <laughs> Andrew uh, Cuomo. <laughs> right. While we're on the uh, the asshole train, I have to mention DeSantis again. Yeah. <laughs> Florida, as we have said for the last several weeks, is just overwhelmed with coronavirus. And uh, DeSantis thinks this is a good time to cut jobless aid, cutting unemployment and other benefits uh, across the state at this time when people are, I don't know, need it the most, maybe? Yeah. Well, I mean, he has proven time and time again that he cares nothing about any of his constituents. That is clear. It's true. He's just trying to get everything in order for his mm. presidential 2022 run or 2022, 2024 run. Ah, it depends on what he's going to run for, I guess. Yeah. 24. I'm, 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 yeah. The 22 for governor? Are there any Senate seats? Mm. Oh. Oh, he's up in yeah. 2022 for governor. Oh. Is he really? It's been that long? Hmm. Yeah, you're well, right. I guess he he wasn't installed when, when Biden was installed. So clearly yeah. in 2022, he's going to be running for like Senate or something, right? He's he's not going to try and do governor again, is he? Well, there has to be a he. That means he'd have to run against Tim Scott, former governor, and Marco Rubio, right? That so, sounds right. Yeah, I don't think those two are going anywhere. That's no. true. Yeah, that's no. He'll just stick with governor for another two years, and like like you said, or go he for could president. run against uh, run against one of those senators from Georgia. Because <laughs> why not, Rick Scott? Yeah, I called him Tim. <laughs> Tim who's Tim Scott? Doesn't he run Apple? Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Apple runs Apple. <laughs> 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 
Next thing I have is uh, a opinion article that was on the Washington Post, and I, I had started reading it because it was in my somehow this was in the religious news feed, and I think it's because it it touched on some religious, uh, some of the Taliban religious doctrine a little bit. But I'm reading down through it, and I'm like, well, I agree with what they mean with, like, the end of what they're saying in that the Taliban taking over Afghanistan is going to be horrific if you're in Afghanistan. And, um, I, like, I agree with some of the points, but the way they're logically getting there, I, I, I completely disagreed with. And uh, I, I pulled up and looked at uh, – I didn't see it right away, but I looked at who the person was that wrote it. It was Nikki Haley. Mm. <laughs> and I immediately went, oh, oh, well, it makes, makes perfect sense, sense now. I'm, <laughs> I'm way more comfortable with what, what this person's writing because I know where it's coming from. So it, it's just, a, a, to me, it's the epitome of how to get to the right place, not the right way. <laughs> Basically, she, she completely blames Biden and the right. Democrats for allowing the Taliban to do what they did. And it's just utter nonsense. But her, her end-all statement is is basically that the Taliban is awful and is going to do awful things. And, well, she's not wrong there. No, we know that to be true. But it strikes me, though, though the Taliban, very much like Republicans, they don't have a plan. There is no, you know, government. They're, they're forming a government, but they, they don't have any, the wherewithal to actually form a government. They're terrorists. So it's going to be interesting. They well, don't they'll have... form a government. They'll they'll have people who are put into, you know, positions that whether or not those positions have any real meaning, right. and those people will institute Sharia law. That's that's really their plan. Right. But I mean, my point though is that there won't be an infrastructure plan. There won't be you know um, food aid. There won't be any of the things that make a government function. So eventually, they're going to have to turn to the drug trade again because it's the only source of funding that they have in order to feed the people of the country. I mean, opium is already the thing that funds them significantly. So it'll be, supposedly they're making meth now. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's now they the have thing. to work. As Jim Gixson is correct. They, they don't have a desire to feed the people of the country. True. Allah will provide for the people. Mm -hmm. They just have to, to pray and be faithful. And if they're starving, well, clearly they weren't faithful enough. Yeah, but well, wasn't it John Oliver who was going down the history of Afghanistan? Another country will probably just move in. I think China and Russia seems to be, are already yeah. lining up. So, yeah. Supposedly, the only thing they really have going for them, um, economically-wise, is they have a lot of uh, mineral deposits in the country. But that's really expensive to extract. So they need other gotta countries get, in order to get it. Got to get that lithium, right? That's the mm. hot shit. Yeah, I don't know what it is offhand. Aluminum, lithium, whatever it is. But, but that and poppies, that's what they got. I forget what the uh, the number was, but a huge percentage of their uh, of Af the Afghanistan GDP is uh, the poppy trade. Yeah, it's massive. And previously, the Taliban declared poppy trade to be illegal. Well, yeah, really. Oh, yeah. Well, drugs are not not kosher. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Good choice of words. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, so they don't condone the taking of drugs, but they condone the creating of drugs to sell to the infidel. And halal, I think, is something to do with, you know, how you treat meat before you slaughter it, but similar, yes. Right, but that's, uh, that is an Arabic term. Uh, something mm. is haram or halal. Um, mm. I, I, I don't know if that specifically stems, stems from Islam, but it definitely is, is, is somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, Next thing that I have, uh, again, Washington Post, 
the Taliban is like, hey, we're an all new Taliban. Yeah, we still dress the same and we all still carry guns and we're all still really religious, but we're brand new and we're going to be nice to women and we're going to, uh, oh, wait, no, they're doing the exact same things. Surprise. Uh, they have begun hunting for collaborators in all the major cities. Anyone who collaborated with the uh, United States, they've put out the word. They are literally militants going house to house. They're setting up checkpoints uh, and are starting to arrest and kill relatives of people who have been charged as collaborators. So it's it's already beginning um, and I don't think too many people are really going to be surprised. No. It's all Joe Biden's fault. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see how this is Joe Biden's fault. <laughs> <laughs> like the getting people out of the country, yeah. I I can I can see that argument. Like Under, they should have had a better plan. Underestimating the speed that the Taliban would sweep, sweep across the country is the primary fault of I the don't, and I don't understand how the intelligence agencies fucked that up. I really I I don't. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But that's it. The, the rest Could of the blame. It be yeah. That the all of the alleged training mm. and all of the alleged readiness of the Afghan the the Afghan soldiers that were being trained to protect the country after the US was to withdraw is it possible that without sounding too crazy their readiness their amount of training the amount of soldiers that they had was simply not true that in fact when US Armed forces would go over there. They would say, who are we working with? And they would say, well, it's these guys. And they'd say, okay, well, what do these guys know how to do? Well, these guys don't know how this, but they're okay at this, and they're great at this. And then uh, they try to train these guys, and in fact, that they're bad at all of the things. Mm. And as a soldier, you're not allowed to say they're bad, because then we're wasting the trillions of dollars that are over there. And, you know, you can no longer support the, the, the you know, the financial machine that is this just unwinnable fake war in Afghanistan, so that way when the Taliban comes in, those alleged 300,000 highly trained uh, troops that the U.S. spent 20 years equipping, maybe they're not really 300,000. Maybe they are, you know, a fraction of that and they haven't been trained. Likely. So for the intelligence community to say, hey, the Taliban is going to sweep over across, you know, the country and take it back in a week, is, you know, is it's too much of an admission of what is actually happening over there. Oh, Wait, I'm confused. Does, does the intelligence community know that the, the numbers are wrong? Or are they- Yeah, 100% they know. Yeah. Is this true? I mean, are you just speculating or did you hear this? I'm totally speculating. Oh, okay. <laughs> How the hell would I know? <laughs> um, I, I, well, I don't know. You were reciting it. I was like, well, damn, he seems to know what he's talking about. <laughs> That's why you don't get your news off Facebook, because yeah. I just sound confident. <laughs> well, I, at least I asked the question, is this real? <laughs> yeah, it could be. In the Donald Trump world, I don't know. Could be. You should read the Afghanistan papers if you want all the background. I suspect that – I suspect what I said you know, should be true in a way. There's no way the Taliban swept across 300,000 elite U.S.-backed troops well, in a – Ten days. Well, no. it, well, it's it's true if they just laid down their arms and didn't fight. But then, well, then then the, by default, by definition, they're not an elite trained force, right? Well, again, I don't, I don't know. know what the Taliban numbers are. What are the Taliban numbers supposed against the supposed true number? Whatever the real the number that the government's putting out. 
of trained Afghani troops. They come by pickup trucks, so it's hard to tell. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like the Taliban is an elite fighting force. (laughs) Right. So regardless, it's it's like whether they were trained or not, you know, they could have put up a fight if they had any numbers. I don't know. I don't know the numbers either way. On either side, so it's supposedly a- they, the the total number of soldiers on duty in the Taliban is roughly two hundred thousand, a little less than two hundred thousand. These are estimates from like you know twenty fourteen, and again estimates, um, and that's countrywide. Then maybe Ian's right because this seems like there should have been no problem. Well, I think it's definitely. I, it could very well be some of what Ian said, mm-hmm. the fact that they, the Taliban offered money to people to just put down their weapons and walk away, um, the, the threats and the amount of fear that they had, uh, the memory of what the Taliban used to be when it was, you know, was mostly in charge back in, I don't know, 2000 or you know, late 90s. Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge combination of all of that. And the idea that these were elite U.S.-backed troops, well, they weren't U.S.-backed. Like, we pulled air support. We pulled – we were pulling everything out. Yeah. Um, and, and they all knew it. So and, – and they knew that their families were going to pay the price if they, you know, if they stood up and fought. Now, that being said, there's another article about uh, anti-Taliban fighters claiming victories in uh, a string of attacks. Um, so there are resistance forces throughout – uh, Afghanistan, mainly in Kabul, that are making attacks. Supposedly, there were like 30 Taliban killed, 20 captured. Those are the numbers that uh, the the anti-Taliban people are reporting. They have not been confirmed, but um, there are people flying the Afghan flag, which the Taliban has made illegal. So there's there's still some resistance in pockets, but you know that that's going to be about it. Well, it'll be tribal, you know, localized warfare again. It won't be, you know, right. the country of Afghanistan against the Taliban. That's not a thing. So there will be pockets where the Taliban won't be in control, but it's going to be shifting around. But this time they say that they also will not shelter Al-Qaeda. So, you know, it'll all be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can't trust the Taliban, <laughs> who can you trust these days, you know? Yeah. Uh, back in the United States, speaking of terrorists, uh, there was a domestic terrorist. A guy made a car bomb uh, in his truck and drove it up to the Capitol and threatened to detonate it. And he told the police, he, when the police approached him, that he had a bomb and that he was going to blow up the Capitol. And turns out he wasn't near the Capitol. He was, uh, he was at the library, but he was it's, at it's the Library of Congress. It's a big white building. We'll give him that. <laughs> Right, sure. Also, it's worth mentioning he called the cops on himself. Mm. Right. Because no one was paying attention to him, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was at the wrong building, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Jeff, he was white. (laughs) And he's still alive, yes. Did you see any of his video? Because it was y'all Qaeda. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked how he was talking right to Joe Biden. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's like, you want to come kill me? I'm like, no one's bothering you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Just go home. (laughs) Go home, man. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you've been paying attention, but you're the one bothering everyone else. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, he expected to have a conversation with Biden. He expected <laughs> Biden to call him. Uh, that's what that's what he wanted, apparently. Yep. Uh, that's a level of crazy. Mm. Well, he's a simple man. I'm using my words carefully. That has been told that the you know the adrenochrome and children and evil and devils and you know he. Th- thought that he needed to do this because people told him he needed to do this because he's a simple man. Very he true. would never have done this if not for, you know, Fox News and OAN and 
Newsmax and <laughs> Facebook. Which leads me straight into my next story, uh, which is <laughs> horrific. But yeah, a simple guy who would not have done what he did if it weren't for all of the misinformation. A guy in California thought that his uh, wife, his ex-wife, was a lizard woman. Uh, oh. That she was an alien lizard trying to take over. And that, of course, means that his two children have serpent blood in them. Uh-oh. So he killed his two children and uh was has been charged with uh with killing his children apparently this is on insider.com and it's telling me that i have to turn off my ad blocker so i don't have the details in front of me but apparently he used some sort of uh, like a a spear gun to kill his two children i thought we talked about uh, this because, before uh we hadn't talked about it on the show okay all right uh, because he, yeah. he he believed the qAnon and illuminati conspiracy theories about uh lizard people taking over the country. Yeah. Yeesh. I mean, if you're willing to go this far, does it really matter where you got this information was? Wouldn't it have happened eventually? Meaning that, yes, we can point the finger at this and that, but if these things didn't exist, would he have found something else? Well, I mean, it's a, the fundamental question to wrap behind that is, is, um, is there a mental illness issue? Right. Would he have lived a perfectly normal life if these things hadn't been out? I right. doubt it. <laughs> I mean, according to the court documents, he believed he was saving the world from monsters. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't wonder how many... So, the people that follow QAnon, how many of them have an underlying, you know, mild mental illness that has been exacerbated? There's got to be something there. Mm. Because I saw a CNN report where this guy went out to some fucking rally or something, and he was talking about vaccinations to these people, and... He said, you know, what about the vaccine? Nope, never. Not going to get it. Not putting that shit in. I don't trust the government. I don't trust anybody, blah, blah, blah. It's not it's not researched enough. And then he's like, well, he's like, actually, the Pfizer one might be approved by the FDA any day now. Will that make a difference? Nope. Won't make a difference at all. And yet you'll you'll take horse dewormer. Right. That I, that I mean, that's a whole other separate story. Why? Why is the vaccine bad? But something another drug that you heard on the Internet is right. I, it's like they want to live in a world that they, they want to live in this like clandestine world where people are out to kill them. Mm. Yeah, I guess it makes life more exciting. Right. <laughs> like there's a definitely there's a definite good versus evil in your life at that point. And is it, the, you know, the American independence thing? I mean, you can't trust the government. Go with the the, the rebel crowd. It's like, <laughs> lady, you're 55 and you, you, you drive a soccer mom van. Stop taking ivermectin. What are you doing? Uh, very or, fitting like, what, what Jeff said. Tell me not to drink bleach. Glug, glug, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't, yeah. But yeah. also, if the government wanted to kill you and take over, they could. Well, it's right. like one day. Right. It's like the, the tracking thing. They don't need to implant a chip in your arm. You carry a device in your hand voluntarily that tracks you everywhere. None of it is necessary. Like, yeah. And it's and it's like I, also I'd love to see how they explain booster shots, mm. because in the sense that like, well, if they wanted to kill you with the vaccine, they also made it this two shot process, which is a little confusing. And, you know, like seems like, well, if you really wanted to do it properly, you do it in one shot. So did these two shots not cover it? And they're like, oh, shit, then we need to put more poison into them. So uh, in eight months, you got to get another one and then we'll kill them then. Like, what is the. Yeah, what, what is the logic? It feels like and it doesn't feel like hard, complicated math to figure out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just think about it for one second. 
Yeah. It seems to blow your whole theory out of the water. Yeah. I mean, if you look at look to the past. I mean, you know, polio vaccine, smallpox, all these things are led up to the COVID vaccine. It's a continuum of science. Why is why do you believe in those well, I mean, you don't believe in those things, but <laughs> presumably you believe in those things and yet you don't believe in this and why not? What is it about it that is I mean, your your god emperor just went on, you know, and did a, a thing, what was it, Saturday, I think, and said, get the vaccine. They booed him. They booed Trump when he said, get the vaccine. I know, that's insane. I, I don't understand. The monster has turned on its creator. Yeah, <laughs> it really has. <laughs> I actually had a, a link on that. Yeah, he just suggested that everybody should go get the vaccine and, yeah, completely. I, I, I'm very oh. curious what impact that has on, like, the true Trump believers. Like if you if you believe in Trump and you believe that the vaccine is bad and Trump is telling you to get the vaccine, like how do you square that? How what what is the process of what your mind goes through at that point? I mean, honestly, at this point, it probably goes to well, it's not really him saying that. You know, they're making him say that. You know, maybe they've got Ivanka in a in a in a headlock. Who knows? <laughs> but I thought he was the toughest man in the world. Who right. could make Trump say That's anything? True. He's the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. Who could force him? Yeah, I don't know. Isn't he secretly the fucking president? <laughs> I don't understand. Make up your fucking mind. What is he? <laughs> well, if you if you follow, if you look at so some of the, I follow a couple like subreddits that follow the the crazy people, and they said there's a lot of confusion at the moment about what Trump said on Saturday. They're coming to a, a consensus, which I don't remember, but you know <sighs> they are they are puzzled as to why Trump would say that. And why would you you know push the vaccine? That doesn't make any sense. So this reminds me of the time that Jim Jeffries got a lizard person who believes in lizard people and a flat earther and a bunch of other conspiracies all in the same room right. and w watching them disagree with each other where the guy's like, serpent people exist. And then he's like, well, what about this guy who believes a flat earth? He's like, he's fucking crazy. Flat <laughs> earth? Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> and it's just like, wow, dude. <laughs> That's where you draw the line? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have to say, it's the exact same thing. If you talk to uh, a Christian and you ask them about Islam, you ask them about Judaism and why they're so wrong, and then you bring up the fact that you're all worshiping the same God, and you have yeah. no idea. <laughs> yeah. what to, they have no idea what to do with that. No. Uh, so I want to do, uh, while we're talking about all this uh, crazy stuff, uh, InfoWars. Owen Schroyer, who hosted the show... The War Room with Owen Schroyer, very creative name, um, <laughs> has been arrested. He's been charged with uh, his participation for the on the January 6th insurrection um, because of his instigating comments that he made, well, on and off the show. Um, apparently, he was part of the January 6th stuff. He had also broadcast stuff live while it was happening, encouraging people to uh, to continue uh, to continue to riot. So I thought that was worth mentioning. That's good. Um, another person who this was a listener to Infowars, Matthew Harden. He is uh, this week's runner up in uh, Play Stupid Games, Win Stupid Prizes. Ooh. <laughs> This guy used to listen to Infowars all the time and believe that the uh, coronavirus was just a hoax. Didn't he thought the the whole vaccine thing? And it, it turns out he thirty seven years old. He nearly died 
from COVID-19. He uh, didn't go to the hospital. He stayed at home. He was coughing so hard he would, would throw up. Uh, he was having a horrible time breathing. Would not go to the hospital because he knew that he didn't have health insurance and couldn't afford it because of, uh, you know, a thousand dollar bill, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, it turns out if you don't have insurance and you go to the hospital, there's this thing called the CARE Act that covers all the uh, hospital charges. So go to the fucking hospital. Mm. Also, would you rather be alive or have debt? I mean, <laughs> right. So yeah. now he has changed his tune and he says that Infowars just about killed me. Uh, he totally blames the misinformation that was uh, put on there and says, yeah, if I could go back in time, I would have I would get that vaccine like that makes him smart or something. I, I don't know, but still an idiot. But hey, at least he learned his lesson the hard way. I think I posted the stories in the in the, the uh, channel out of order because. Yes, yes I you did. did. OK, <laughs> sorry, uh, because, yeah, that is this week's winner. Is Phil Valentine. Mm. Um, I actually didn't have that quite up yet. Uh, but he is a conservative radio host um, who, up to the very end, was talking about he was low risk. He was 61 years old. He was healthy. There was no way he was going to uh, get the vaccine, etc. Uh, yeah, he has died from COVID-19 and the complications thereof. And if you listen to some of the crap that they have... Not just on this article, but just look up Phil Valentine. There's a ton of YouTube out there. Man, he just spouts crap on his show all the time. So what's you the mean line? Spouted. Spouted. Yeah. <laughs> what's the line? Womp womp. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bringing it back. Sorry, I thought it was funny. He's uh, he's this week's. You know, I'm I don't know, happy they got it. I don't know what I'm entitling. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You let Jared and I write the titles for these bits now? <laughs> if you purposefully cause people to not get a vaccine and they get sick and die, I'm sorry. I do hope you you reap what you sow. Mm. Isn't that a Bible verse? Reap, uh, what, you reap show? what you sow is definitely a, a Bible saying, yes. All right. So definitely worth using in this context, yes. Sure. <laughs> there are good sayings in the Bible. They mostly mm. predate the Bible, but... Mm. So, on to uh, more coronavirus stuff. There is an article from the AP that talks about people getting coached on how to escape mask and vaccine rules. These people would be on my list. There are groups, like there's an Oregon school superintendent who's telling parents how to get their children out of wearing masks by uh, citing disability laws. Uh, megachurch pastor, or the megachurch itself, is offering religious exemptions for anyone morally conflicted <laughs> over vaccine requirements, and it, there's there's plenty more. It's just people going out of their way to help other people violate the restrictions. I don't know, just to propagate the virus. I, I imagine it's you know to help them in their quest for freedom. Mm. <laughs> it's so it's it's so baffling to me. Yeah, I don't. I mean, what I think that the number of people killed by COVID nineteen in this country is over six hundred thousand people now. That's 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 a, an astonishing amount of people. I suppose if you believe the lamestream media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, by like a deadly disease thing, it seems kind of low. <laughs> God, I mean, what would happen if a real heavy killer swept through this country? Six hundred thousand. What would these people do? <laughs> like, I, 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 
like, you really, the minimum amount of effort to stop this. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants but to wear maxi- a mask. But, but, <laughs> but maximum effort to av- to get around it. Yeah. Right. You know, it's so odd. Yeah, the, the minor inconvenience of wearing a piece of cloth on your face in order to help protect other people's lives. I just can't comprehend that as being so taxing on your freedom that you wouldn't do it. The level of self-entitlement mm. that, that these people have to have is just, it's, again, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, the, and, the, and these are the people who claim who claim that they're going to help their fellow man when he falls down, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't think so. Clearly, if you fell down, it's because you didn't have enough faith. Yeah, where's your bootstraps? Now let me step on your neck as I get over you to get into the convenience store and get my scratchers, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so that you can live the American dream. Yeah. Uh, a couple of news things I did want to mention. The Pfizer uh, vaccine got full FDA approval. So, of course, this means that all the people saying, well, it's not fully approved. They're going to go get their vaccines now. Or, no, they're just going to move the goalposts nope. and change the more research. Some right. will, but not enough. I saw a few posts on Reddit, actually, of people going, well, it's approved. So I went and got it. And it was a fl- flood of people saying, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for, thanks for, for, for different re- for di- for different reasons though, right? Some well, were saying you should have got the other were saying I can't believe you got it. Well, yeah, no, the, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but uh, a lot of them were, yeah, thanks for you know going and doing something that the rest of us did months ago, and then coming onto the internet, getting your fake points, your you know accruing mm, yeah. your karma points for for being stupid for months. Uh, another article that I thought was very interesting. There's a question of can you mix and match vaccines? So with booster shots coming out, do you have to get the booster shot for the one that you for the one the vaccine that you originally got? Does can you mix and match? Can you do whatever? Uh, there's also a lot of other Q and A on this article that are that are answered fairly well. So if you want to take a look at it, the answer to the first question is uh, that hasn't been tested. Stick you can with- probably do that. Yeah, but the testing was done. The booster shots were done with the people who originally. If if you got Pfizer, the booster shot was Pfizer. That's where the testing has been done, and that's the way that that they're encouraging people to do. Can if can you go get a Moderna if you got Pfizer? Probably, probably worked just as well. But it hasn't been tested. The, there hasn't, hasn't been, been enough time to test that kind of thing. Yeah, it's not going to hurt you. Probably but they not. just don't know how how the results are, you know, would pan out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I should restate that. It's not going to hurt you, but will it help as much? Meh. They don't know. No superpowers? No. Not yet. I want to know about people that got the Johnson & Johnson, just the one shot and done. What, could they get Pfizer now? Should they just, I think, they, and the answer for right now is just wait. <laughs> yeah, the results aren't, you know, yeah. there's only so much testing you can do. And then another question that I thought I would mention, why eight months? There's the Pfizer's saying that six to seven months out, it starts to wear off. Why are we waiting eight months to get it? Again, um, it, it boils down to that's what is, is being recommended because that's what's been tested. Um, also, we're, if we're doing booster shots, it means that there's going to be less vaccine available for around the world. Well, I don't care about them foreigners. Well, you should hmm. because that's where – the different variants are being created in places that don't have the vaccine. Yeah, Delta came from India, was it? I don't remember. Probably. That's the point of calling it Delta. You're not supposed to remember. Oh, right. That's a good point. But it, the point being, though, that it it, it came from an, an area that did not have vaccines. Outside of the United that States? That did not no, have vaccines available. Didn't it come from the UK? 
No, it came from India. India. There was a UK variant, wasn't there, though? Yeah, the very first variant yeah, came yeah, from Yeah, that's UK. right. That's what I'm thinking of. Goddamn Brits. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so the answer, all of the answers, I'll just sum it up for you. There's a whole bunch of Q&A in here, by the way. It's pages and pages. The, the answers to nearly everything that is asked is, well, because that's what we've studied. That's where the numbers lead us. So that's what we're recommending. Sure. So if you have all the questions and you specifically want to look, there's a whole bunch of Q&A on this Washington Post article. Please feel free to take a look. However, that's generally what the answer is. Scientists aren't just making it up. They're not doing it for money. They're not getting paid extra for every shot that goes out. That's all bullshit. Dr. Fauci makes $14,000 per vaccine shot, Ray. Everybody knows this. What? <laughs> Jeez. If everybody's an idiot, that is correct. <laughs> Everybody knows Wow. That. Now, Pfizer's making money oh. because, but they've also spent a huge amount of money. Again, Pfizer didn't get the original government, uh, the whatever it was, the grant or whatever. They didn't take the original government money. They did all of their studies and stuff on their own. So they have invested a ton of money in this. And yes, they're making a ton of money back because it's being purchased by every government across the world as fast as it can be generated. But that's what you get when you have a capitalist system. So if you don't like the fact that Pfizer is making money off of this, then maybe don't vote against all of the social endeavors that people are putting out there. Yeah. Because that's what capitalism is. Well, that's like the people, the, the one guy you mentioned earlier who didn't go to the hospital because he didn't have, have good insurance. Right. That's what you get when you have for-profit medicine. If you don't want to have for-profit medicine, if you'd like to go to the hospital, regardless of whether you have insurance or not, perhaps you should not vote for the people that want to put all the money into the pockets of the health insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies. But Karen. Yes. They have long two-year wait lines and death panels in Canada. I've seen it. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. And no, you haven't. <laughs> no, they do not. Uh, last article I have on coronavirus uh, is from the Atlantic. Uh, the coronavirus is here forever. Sure. It's, it's kind of a clickbait headline. But as it yeah. turns out, it's generally true. Uh, coronavirus is as endemic now as a common cold. And we, we just have to find a way to deal with it. Like, if you can't stop a pandemic, then it becomes endemic. Or you die off. Those are the options. Right. I mean, the flu, common cold are all endemic. This will be too, and we'll, we'll get it under control, but it's going to be painful getting there. Um, th this article, however, is actually a little bit positive. So it talks about uh, uh, coronavirus uh, 229E, uh, also known as the common cold. Mm. And it talks about how that they took a handful of volunteers. They were misted up the nose with the virus because... That coronavirus wasn't that bad. It's the common cold. What was it? Two-thirds of them became infected, and of those, it was like four out of five actually developed cold symptoms. So they did these studies on how, how often they could uh, expose you to the virus, because then they brought these people back after they were over it, and they exposed them to the virus again to see how many of them were infected, how, how many were symptomatic. And every time... It got less and less mm. as the human body is exposed to it and it, it adapts. The human body is able to improve its immune system in most cases for healthy adults. So it's just a matter of what are we going to need to, to do in order to make sure that fewer and fewer people 
die from COVID-19. And getting shots, getting the vaccine, getting boosters when recommended, that's going to be what it is. Right. I mean, basically, it's making the human genome recognize it and deal with it with either vaccinations or or just exposure to it at a point in your life where your body can can handle it. That's the tricky part. Anything else about coronavirus? That's all I got. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> the last thing that I have, I have to include a, a major conspiracy theory. Um, we've been doing it for the last several weeks. This one really took me off guard. So apparently there's a new conspiracy theory about the Taliban in Afghanistan. The conspiracy theory is it's all just a false flag. Whoa. The Taliban <laughs> did not take back, take over Afghanistan. It's just it's not actually happening. They say it's a false flag. Did you see the number on the so-called plane taking people out? Oh yeah, packed in uh, there the, standing room only. The yeah. number was 1109 or oh. 1109 or maybe <laughs> 911. Uh. Backwards. <laughs> Which is also a false flag thing. So clearly, in an Instagram post, one of the people who originally started this said, and I quote, I find it an odd coincidence that the U.S. plane was in the Afghanistan Taliban video was 1109, which seems to be hinting to 9-11 and thus another false flag event to provoke WW3 and order out of chaos and the crowning of the Antichrist. False oh. savior and the one world leader. Wow. That it's so nice of these guys to leave clues for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm sorry that I heard that. Out. <laughs> uh, so that's the new theory. Afghanistan's a false flag. It's all, all apparently paid actors. Crisis yeah. actors. <laughs> mm. Wow. Man, so they're good business and crisis actors these days. Is. So is Joe Biden's fault, but for a different reason, because he orchestrated it. It's purposeful. Right. Uh -huh. To draw our attention away from 9-11? Yeah, not a mistake. It was This was all intentional. So, amazing. Just amazing. Apparently, some, one other person uh, made a reference that the, the, people, the, per, the, the people they saw falling from the, uh, the plane as it took off. You know, Tom Cruise did that in a movie, so clearly that can be fake. Ugh. So, I, I happened to run across today that uh, they identified the, the one person that fell from the airplane and information I did not need to know. But yeah, 16 year old uh, soccer kid, soccer star, desperately trying to get out of the country. I'm like, I, I didn't need to know that. Damn it. So, I thought I'd share. Hey, thanks. My pleasure. <laughs> Boom. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we got to make sure everybody forgets about this before voting secrets. Cycle comes around, Karen. Stop adding a human element to Sorry. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, you guys have anything else? Anything else you want to discuss? Boy, I feel like we talked about everything. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm satisfied as well. Thank oh, you. <laughs> You're welcome, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all we got then i want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast and especially you who could join us tonight alpha grinch heston gixon jeff we really do appreciate it um the feedback as well as the fact checking as we go uh if you enjoy the podcast there are several ways you can support it uh you could join them by signing up on our patreon page or you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us on itunes uh, if you want to contact us again facebook page or at profane arg also, I'd like to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network of various different podcasts, uh, all archived on soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. 
Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.